and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour. It is Friday. You know what? I feel like we haven't done one in a long time. Put a couple of fingers of Jack in the coffee today. Uh, we'll make it a Jack Day on Friday because, it, let's face it, everything is absolutely insane. The madness continuing. Uh, you got gold, which is really stabilized here, uh, had that rally yesterday, uh, just turned positive here this morning, 1842, uh, the Dow, which was trying to rally this morning, uh, right now, man, go, going south and, and heading south quickly, uh, down over 200 points. Now, at one point it was up three or four hundred this morning. And uh, just more bad news out there. Uh, the Fed just blown it on inflation. Uh, even Jim Cramer, the booyah man, had to say, the Fed should just get it over with. We need much bigger rate hikes. 50 basis points isn't enough. Uh, and again, I hate to tell you, I told you so. Uh, Wells Fargo, most likely... Recession is coming. Goldman Sachs is sending out uh, recession booklets to their big clients. And, and Jason, uh, all the things that we've seen, once again, not surprised whatsoever. As soon as we went back to focusing on the actual realities of what is happening, uh, Wall Street doesn't like it, and gold seems to have found its footing. That's correct, Joy. It's just funny when they're uh, talking about, uh, you know, hey, we need more than 50, 50 basis points. <laughs> you know, I think it was, you know, you were bigger on this by far than I was you know, in 2021 talking about how they should have been raising it then. And you're not the only one. There's anybody. I with, told you. Yeah. I, and again, you're, you know what? This, this should have been happening a year ago. They, they, once again, the data's all there. It's all there. But, they wanted to keep the bubble going, and and now uh, I I truly think, Jason, I really think they thought with the way they rigged the inflation data, I really think they didn't expect it to really get like over maybe five percent. I think they're shocked at at what's happened. Yeah, Joe. I, uh... I, I I don't know what goes through these guys' heads uh, when the, the inflation was was raging last year. You know they they won't say it was raging last year. They said transitory, right? Uh, right. So, so I don't know why they're so slow to the game. I, you know, and I, I have my you know Joe goes by the numbers and he tries to, to to figure out what these guys are thinking. I always think it's controlled and fixed on purpose. You play dumb while you while you are smartly protecting the the owners that that pay your paycheck and. And uh, give you your your your, your clout and position. So I, Joe, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they just keep raising rates and keep raising rates, and and uh, the inflation just keeps on going. And I don't know how long it goes before they actually try to do the uh, the pump the money uh, situation again. I, I don't know, Joe. They, it's, they really are in a situation that there is no way to win. And for us, us down here, we're all going to lose because of it. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you. I think the situation has changed. You know, the my my standard. Uh, situation was, hey, the Fed's going to pretend to raise rates, and then as soon as the economy heads south, they're going back to zero uh, and back to quantitative easing. I'm taking that off the table. Inflation is going to be so hot that the 
best thing I think they can hope for is, hey, we're just going to stop raising rates because the economy's in recession, heading towards depression. But I don't think they can actually go back, right? Because what could they do? I mean, think about this. Inflation, got to remember, gasoline's going to be $6 in August. I promise you, it's going to be. Well, how do you know that? Well, the answer is simple. There's not enough inventory already. We've got gasoline at $5, okay? There's not demand destruction. Now, are, are we buying more gas than ever? No. Right now, though, hey, for the five-year, we're buying about a normal amount. There's not demand destruction. The inventories are getting crushed. I mean, think about what I told you this week. We lost five million barrels of gasoline in a week. China's been shut down. They're just now starting to reopen. Uh, There's no guesswork here. Uh, OPEC said, listen, there's no more oil to pump. We're pumping it all. And you know what? The the idiots, like Nancy Pelosi and these other idiots, yes, we're passing a law that you can't price gouge. Talking about oil companies. Oil companies don't control the price of oil. It's controlled by Wall Street and the paper guys. If you're mad about the, the, the price of oil being so high, the answer is simple. Incentivize these guys to drill more oil. Of course, I was telling you that, or, and even that's too late. Even if he did it right now, which he's not doing, Biden's nowhere to be seen. What's the last time this guy's even had a press conference, right? The, the guy's a clown. This is Jimmy Carter plus tax. Arthur Burns and Jay Powell could be brothers. This is how weak we have it. And, and uh, having your money out of the bank and in the gold markets, the only safe place to hide 800-951-0592. It's gone. Long gone. Uh, And I find it ironic that finally today Jim Cramer finally let in the cat out of the bag. Because really what he's saying is, hey, I need Wall Street. I need the Dow to be 20,000. I need the NASDAQ to be, I don't know, six, seven thousand. Right? The S&P's gotta be 2,800. Calling for Jay Powell to really raise rates. How many times did I say, where's the emergency meeting? Yeah. Get ready. You better buckle up. Take the radio news hour. We'll be back. Get some more Jack in that coffee. 800-951-0592. Gold's up three here, 1845. Uh, silver, uh, still trying to bump up on $22 this morning. Uh, in lieu of Jack Daniels Friday, and Jason and I, we talked about it. The first 50 20s today, $20 gold pieces. The first 50 are going to be at 21 and a quarter. Prices on Monday are, I, I don't know, I, I might, I'm just guessing here. We're probably going to be staring at 2175. Uh, you know, we had them 2150, so 25 bucks off for the first 50 20s. Get them right now. You want to know how good gold is? The ruble. You know, Russia, the, the horrible empire, they've been cut off of the entire financial system. We're threatening not to let them make a bond payment. Is that a seven 
year high. You heard me right. The ruble's at a seven-year high. Uh, Gazprom's announcing that more than half of all of the gas customers in Europe have agreed to pay for gas in rubles. So there you go. This is Again, Jason, uh, this is another huge step down for the dollar uh, as these nations are like, hey, we've got no other choice. Uh, we're taking, we're going to take it. We need it. We need it. We can't uh, exist without it. Finland just got cut off. Poland's been cut off. Hungary's been cut, or Bulgaria, excuse me, not Hungary. Bulgaria's been cut off. There's just not enough of it to go around the world. And now, uh, just think about this. Within a week of Russia saying we're essentially backing it with the ruble with gold. Remember, they came out and said, hey, uh, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna be buying gold at a gram of gold for 5,000 uh, rubles. Within a week, Russia had to come out and say, you know what, we're no longer buying gold for 5,000 rubles, uh, because that would have put the gold price, because the ruble just skyrocketed. Uh, they would have been paying 2200 Matter of fact, if they still had it right now, if that, with that announcement that they made, if they were going to buy rubles or gold for $5,000, 5000 rubles per gram, right now gold would be about 2500 bucks. Jason. I agree. I mean, gold, you know, if this inflation continues, Joe, gold, is, uh, there's, there's no end in sight to how it will continue to go up. And all of these decisions, these, these uh, geopolitical situations, which, which is going to make supply lines worse, uh, make the oil prices go up further, you know, all this scarcity that's going to be going on, all this because, uh, you know, the, uh, the Europeans and the West, uh, they have to have their, uh, their, their candidate in Ukraine. I mean, it, it seems ridiculous, but that's the story we're given. We, Zelensky has to be president of Ukraine. We have to back that dude up, so... Let's blow up the entire uh, supply chain and, and the uh, economic system. We'll just blame it all on and that. And it's getting worse. Let me, let, me, let me give you some more things. This is World War III. What are we doing? Right now, we have, we, we've gotten our Asian fleet right along, you know, right next to Taiwan, a massive military exercise. Uh, a story broke this morning that the Pentagon is telling Taiwan to act like Ukraine did to Russia with China. It's almost like they're trying uh, to start this war and get China and, and Russia, uh, uh, you know, into this thing. Uh, there's no end to this. And then, of course, this ridiculous legislation uh, blaming the hard, you know, the, the hardworking men and women in our oil fields, they don't deserve this crap. They're not out there, they're out there trying, they're ready to work. They want to pump the oil. You think Exxon and Chevron don't want to pump oil? Yes! It's what they do. It's what they do. And this proxy war, I, I, I said it from the very beginning. Remember what my worst case scenario, best case scenario, Russia wipes out Ukraine over a weekend. Right? That was the best case, well obviously, well, the best case scenario was for us to stop poking the bear, back off, and not have the conflict at all. The next best thing was for Russia to take it in a weekend. The worst thing possible was a long, 
drawn out, protracted engagement. And Jason, that is exactly what we have. And now, uh, we're starting to try to poke China. It's gotta be a war somewhere to get people into debt. So the, the thing in Afghanistan sort of came to an end. So didn't take long for this thing to start, Joe. I mean, uh, let's face it, on March 1st was boy, the... Did you, boy, amen to that. Right? They have to have that war somewhere. That's how you, you, you get people uh, indebted to you. That's how you enslave uh, governments and economies. And what, what do you have? You have, uh, uh, I lost my train of thought. You have, uh, mm, I had a point and I lost it, Joe. <laughs> Sometimes. All right, well, let me go to this, too. So, more bear poking. How about this one? We already know China and Japan don't like each other. Well, Japan's done, right? Their currency's done. Right? They're, they're struggling so badly right now. Uh, there are reports now that the United States and Japan have prepared a statement calling for both countries to deter and respond to China's aggressive military activities in the Indo-Pacific region. And I'm just like, what are we trying to do? I mean, let's face it. We're trying to say, listen, we can do it, but you can't. And that's China's back door. They're the, I mean, let's face it. They're the big, they're the big cheese over there, Jason. Yeah. Now, I, and I remember you talk about the, uh, the, the length of the war. If it was going to be an overnight war or a weekend war, it was going to be fine. And, and you're right. On March 1st, you've heard me say this before. Hey, the uh, Pentagon told Congress for the State of the Union address that this is 10 to 20 years. Kind of sounds like the uh, you, uh, the Afghanistan yeah, war, right? Did. Yep. They did. 10 to 20 years. Perpetual war, this Joe. We got the perpetual war, I guess. Turn it into this quagmire. Now we're, we're spent another $40 billion, right, uh, the next time. And, and think about it. First we spent a billion, then it was $3 billion, now it's $40 billion, then it's going to be $100 billion, then it's going to be $500 billion, right? We're going to be back uh, in this horrible deficit thing. Think about uh, April, the largest amount of interest on the debt the country has ever paid, and it's only getting worse out there. And I'm just sitting there, and I'm watching all of these things play out, and I'm like, what is running through these people's mind? Uh, the Dow just lost 31,000, now down to 30,000 and change. The, 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 the slaughter is coming home to roost here. Uh, and again, uh, remember, first, no inflation, then transitory inflation. Remember, then they tried to go, oh, it's going to be peak inflation. All of those things are ridiculous. By the way, did you see the rent numbers? The worst rent increases ever since they've been keeping data came out this morning. Uh, and they're talking about how rents across the country, and they said it didn't matter where you live. Rents across the country just hit another record high, and, and it, the numbers are getting scary here. Uh, $1,827, that was the median rent. So that means the average rent is now over $2,000 a month, and they're saying that rents are up 17% from a year ago. If the, if the Fed's inflation number said shelter was up 17%, Instead of inflation being 8.3, 
Inflation actually would have broke 20, Jason. That's right. 20. That's right, Joe. 20. I, I think this stuff would have happened back in 2009, 2010, uh, if they would have let the banks fail. I think we would have had, there would have been a lot of pain and suffering all around everywhere. But they, well, they, we wouldn't have the inflation of today. Listen, we would no, it would be we better. We should have been in after this financial crisis. Had they done it right, let's not kid ourselves. The Dow would probably be right now. I, I bet you close it in on twenty thousand. Close it in because we we'd be recovering right now. Instead, instead, guess what? The Dow's going to be twenty thousand here pretty soon, and maybe a lot worse than that. The difference is we're also going to have massive inflation. Our lead article at All American Gold today, Janet Yellen saying, oh, no, no, not yet. Uh, we're, we're not talking about uh, abandoning that 2% inflation target. Mark my words. I said it when they first announced it years and years ago, and I'll say it again. That 2% number that was just the starting point, and pretty soon that number is going to be 3%, 4%, 5%. I don't immediately see a reason to change the inflation target, she said. So what do you think that means? What is she really saying? Well, we're going to change it. I'm just, we're just not right yet. They, they want to have that option, Joe. I mean, think about this. If, if Let's just go with their 8.5% that where we're at now by their numbers. If we get between 7 and 10% that goes on almost to 2024, and then they get it back down to 2%, how much destruction and damage is that going to do before they finally get back? And, then of course, they'll claim victory in 2024 or late 2023 when it gets back to 2% if they're able to pull that off. But how much damage and destruction is going to happen uh, worldwide before, they, uh, before it goes back there? And you're right. If they would have fixed it in 2009, 2008, 2010, then uh, we wouldn't be in this position. There would still be all this ridiculous stuff going on, but they uh, they really faked their way to this point, Joe, and I think this is their – I think their solution – Housing would be affordable right yep, now. Yep. Rents wouldn't be skyrocketing right now. I think they wouldn't inflate we their way out of it, Joe. Supply, we wouldn't have a supply chain problem. I mean, I guess this war thing, I don't even know. You know, it, it's uh, a good point. One of our listeners uh, brought up a really good point. How can we have supply destruction? Because I keep telling you that's the only fix. When they're starting World War III. And, and it's a great point. Now, now, you know how big the destruction has to be now to compensate for the lack of oil on the market? It, it's got to be twice as big now, which means prices got to go so much higher uh, than they needed to be. And, uh, and again, this is just the proverbial, they're shooting us in the head. They're not shooting themselves in the head. Listen, they want a digital currency. Don't you get it yet? Don't you see it yet? They want to make sure no freedoms for us. I don't know if you pay attention at all, and I don't cover it on this show. We cover it more on the half-empty cup. Do you see what we're getting ready to do with the World Health Organization? 
Yep, digital passports and everything else. They want yep. to put the power of us being able to get on an airplane or get to to get on a a a train or to get on a cruise ship uh, to be able to leave the country. Give that power to the World Health Organization and take it away from us. It, it's incredible what this is. We talk about one world government. We talk about new world order. Jason, this is it. Yeah, that, that's correct, Joe. So I, I think a higher per year inflation is coming. But the idea is, Joe, that uh, the, hey, uh, in theory, if you if you inflate everything to a certain level, then it, it uh, versus your debt. So uh, like a loaf of bread versus your national debt, we're almost thirty-one trillion, and a loaf of bread. Well, the, the the debt's been going up too fast. Obviously, with quantitative easing, the debt went up too fast over that loaf of bread. So we had artificially low, in their minds, artificially low prices versus the percentage debt. That our debt's going up, so the idea is, well, inflate your way, inflate your prices if you think's back up to equal that debt level, and then you can and you can calm the inflation down and, and resume. But can we resume with two percent inflation? Is that that's the one thing they don't know? No, no, and this is the problem. That's gone. Remember, I said, and I've been saying it, and believe me, it's going to take them a while. They're not ready to tell it to you yet, so I'll tell it to you. We're going into a depression, and this time, instead of it being a what they call a deflationary event, it's going to be an inflationary depression, something we've never seen. And again, why Janet Yellen, well, we're not doing it yet. I can guarantee you this inflation target is probably going to be 5% would be my guess. Uh, and get used to that. Patriot Radio News Hour, we're going to be right back after the break. Yes, ma'am, back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two twenty dollar gold. Uh, we had fifty of them at twenty one and a quarter. As soon as those are gone, twenty one fifty. Uh, don't be surprised if Monday we're looking at twenty one seventy five, unless something unexpected happens. Uh, milk, man, it just doesn't end. Wholesale milk prices up thirty eight percent. Here in the United States, and Jason, I mean, it's like a broken record. Uh, it just doesn't matter uh, what it is that you talk about. And again, the the food problems are just starting. We haven't even seen the big jumps in food. Wait till we get into August and September and October. Could you imagine during harvest and farmers? Are having to pay seven or eight dollars for diesel. Remember, who was it? Seventy-six stations reprogramming all of their pumps just in case it has to be uh, double digits. In other words, hey, gas may hit ten dollars plus in certain parts of the country. Yeah, with that pr- uh, programming, I, I'm, not, I'm not thinking of a gas pump really well, but is, is there, there's like three spots for the price on there, like, you know, f- f- uh, f- Depend, Right, I would imagine some of the point. older pumps probably don't, you know, who would have ever imagined <laughs> needing a fourth spot? An extra digit, yeah, so you have to move that decimal point over. <laughs> I think that's round up to the nearest uh, tenth, uh, tenth of a dollar, right? Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just creepy things. Uh, that, that are starting to show up out there. And, and now we're talking about, uh, whether it be food, whether it be oil, whether it be energy. Uh, where was a report? Who was it? Give me a say. Oh, here it is. 
they're saying that uh, half of the country has the potential for blackouts over the summer because the power grid is is not able to withstand. Think about Texas. They had an emergency last week, Jason, and it, it was only May. It was like a year ago they had the ice storm, too, which knocked out their stuff, too, right? That last year, two, two winters ago, yeah. Too hot, too cold, either way, uh, a lot. And you know what? It's another thing. You know, I warned about that six months ago. They're saying that in the summer, uh, with the mega drought and the heat waves and reduced power generation, uh, the United States could have widespread rolling blackouts from the Great Lakes to the West Coast, uh, according to Bloomberg. Uh, and essentially, uh, the, 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 I'll call it the, all the way from on, on the West Coast, you know, California, Oregon, Washington, into Canada, take it all the way to about the Dakotas. And then it encompasses Colorado, Arizona, Nevada, uh, New Mexico, right? Now, we didn't have any talk about the fires raging in New Mexico. Uh, and then Texas all by itself. Uh, and then the entire eastern seaboard, Jason, we could see massive blackouts uh, in the United States. And the, the thing that's really worrisome is we have the, uh, the, like, five main sections of power. That west coast that I just described to you that goes into Canada, that's like one whole section that, that, that you know, Rolling blackouts in California, if the wrong stations go down, we could have rolling blackouts across the West. Texas is kind of its own region by itself, but the scary part is the Midwest, Southeast, and into the East Coast. It's all one system, Jason. That's correct, and even if you don't, even if you don't have blackouts, you could have rolling uh, brownouts, where you, you get power for a few hours during the day, and then it just shuts back off. I know that uh, I think it was Hungary was shutting down their industrial section of their country every night because they were having trouble getting enough power. So there's other countries already dealing with these situations currently, and uh, you know there's not enough uh, let me, fuels, let me right? The, power, the, the, the problem with the rolling blackout, it's not for the people that the power went out on. That's not the problem. It's for the people that the power didn't go out. Because what happens is all of a sudden the rates spike. You don't even know it. You're like, oh, thank, thank you. My power didn't go out. Right? Uh, across the street or two blocks over, they're out of power. You still have power. You could be paying thousands of dollars an hour and not realize it. That's the bad part, Jason. Yeah, I've never actually thought that <laughs> deeply about this. So is that is and that this is what happens when this stuff in. happens? All of a sudden, the price of power just shoots up, and it's a huge problem. Ask the ask the people in Texas and Oklahoma when that power went out in Texas uh, over that ice storm last year. People started getting bills. Their power bill was four thousand, five thousand dollars. I guess for the power company to continue doing what they're doing, they got to collect the money from whoever's getting it. Because I guess they don't want to charge the guys that, that are not getting power, I guess, Joe. 
<laughs> I guess that's how it works. Well, Supply and demand. How about this story, man? The digital food rationing. Iran has announced that in order to try to continue to feed its people, it needs to control food. It is now in the in the process of rolling out a food rationing scheme based on new biometric IDs. And listen, this is what they want. This is the goal. This is where we're headed. Don't you understand what's happening? If you want and value your privacy and your freedom at all, you better have some gold and silver put away because I don't know any other way. This All of this is coming. Uh, when this is said and done, uh, think about the this terrorism thing. And here you have a sick, very sick young man in Buffalo who was smart enough, you know, he hid it from his parents and shame on his parents and everything else, but let's face it, he was mentally ill. And they're trying to say there's this huge, this whole white supremacist thing, I just don't get it. Right? And, 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 and again, some of the things that they're now trying to say are, would get you on the terrorist road. If you, uh, were repeating the words of Martin Luther King, that's enough to get you on a terror threat in, in New York now. Uh, Jason, all of this stuff is coming. They want to control everything. And the way they're going to do it is by controlling the money. Right. And what you're talking about is uh, getting People uh, angry at each other. You always divide and conquer. So yeah, hey, I'm I'm mad at this. I'm mad at the abortion. You know, the Roe versus Wade. I'm mad at uh, at uh, woke people. I'm I'm worried. I mean, you know, I don't like uh, LGBTQ in my schools. You get people fighting amongst each other, then they don't really see what's actually going on, Joe. What's, what the real problem's going to be? Amen to that. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Uh right now the Dow is down two hundred and fifty points. Uh thirty thousand uh nine hundred and ninety-two. Uh so just below thirty-one thousand. The S and P's down thirty-five, the Nasdaq's down another hundred and twenty points. Uh gold's up about a buck and a half right now, eighteen forty four US twenty dollar liberties. Uh, the first 50 that we sell, 2125 at 800 951 Crude oil, 112. Uh, and, and really, I'm worried about crude oil next week because I think next week is when we really see uh, China reopen. And, it, and it, no coincidence, no coincidence here, uh, the Chinese now are in talks with Russia to buy cheap Russian oil for its strategic petroleum reserve. So think about this. Here's what the Chinese are doing. Man, this war is being fought at so many levels. At the time when we're releasing oil, selling our oil out of our reserve, right? The, our strategic oil reserves, the lowest since 1987. you got to remember, we got to put all that oil back. China announced late yesterday, and this is uh, according to Bloomberg, that China wants to use cheap Russian oil to re, uh, to fill its strategic pol- uh, petroleum reserves, and they're saying that talks are conducted at a government uh, level 
with direct involvement from oil companies themselves. India has also been taking advantage of the cheaper Russian price. So right now you can buy Russian oil for like $80, $90 a barrel. And now China is saying, hey, guess what? We'll fill our stockpiles with it, even though the rest of the world is in an oil crisis. Wow. Well, sometimes we talk about where the price of oil is going, Joe. Sometimes it seems like we're shooting a little too low. Sometimes, doesn't it feel like things, you know, you, you don't want to say $10 a gallon, but sometimes it's in a wacky situation, Joe. Doesn't it feel like things can get really out of control? Can, I want to give you guys a little perspective. Right now, we could hold about a little over $700 million in our reserve. Right now, we've got a little over 500 million. China already has 925 million barrels in their reserves already. But I only point that out because I want to tell you how much bigger they are than us. How much bigger their economy really is than ours. Our strategic oil reserve, 700. If we did it based on population, China's strategic oil reserve then should have somewhere around, I, I, I don't know, uh, 3 billion barrels, Jason. they got a lot more to go. And I guess a shutdown might be a way of trying to help build that up, I guess, huh? And, and look at, right, look at what they're deciding to do. And guess what? Uh, and I guess this is another sign, no matter what you do, Russia's going to be generating huge money. Right now, believe it or not, Russia's generating more revenue now than before this thing started with their energy prices because they've gotten so high. War does a lot to, uh, to, to, to those oil reserves too. I mean, tanks don't, uh, they don't burn, uh, tiny bits about a fuel, Joe. They, <laughs> you know, the, the airplanes, they're flying airplanes daily, hourly. Those things use tremendous amounts of fuel. You know, that's why it costs so much to get on an airplane and fly across the country. You know, it's, it, it, the, you know, those things, way more oil being used. So you, anytime there's a war, Joe, that's, uh, you're just using up a lot of commodities. Yeah, and then uh, Wells Fargo CEO, he warned uh, uh, the other day, there's no question that the U.S. economy is going to get worse. It's going to be hard to avoid some kind of a recession. And, and when a bank says that, you know what they're really saying. Right, because banks never want you to believe a recession is coming. And we know how vulnerable our banks really, truly are. And now, at, at a time when the Fed is committed to, to stopping all the lending and choking off the money, there's no safety net for these banks this time around. The scary part, Joe, is, is usually when this thing, I'm sure things are going bad now, then they're going to get worse. When they get worse, I mean, this is just afraid how, this is how I think. Uh, it's one of the reasons I joined Patriot Training Group, because I knew the next disaster was coming. I didn't know specifically it was COVID, but I knew COVID was coming. Something was going to happen. I knew that, uh, gold and silver was a good business to get into because the powers that be have to create these emergencies. So, Joe, when things get really bad, what is, 
what is the next uh, you know emergency they're going to contrive? What, what what are they going to do? I mean, that's yeah, I I just don't know, and I and I'm sitting here, and and I'm trying to figure out you know rents all time record highs, home prices at all time record highs, car prices at all time record highs, don't you get gasoline prices at all time record highs, food prices at all time record highs, right? We are destined for a major economic event. You know it. I know you know it. We've seen enough of these bubbles. It always works out the same, and it's always worse. Not only is it always worse than what they tell us, but these economic, 87, bubble burst, that was bad, right? Then the tech bubble burst, that was bad. Then the financial crisis, that was even worse, right? Every one of these bubbles, when they burst, Jason, the problem is so much worse. But the difference this time is the amount of how much we blew the bubble up. This is by far, this is ten times greater than anything they've ever done before. This bubble burst is going to be much more significant than its predecessor. 800-951-0592. Just a quick announcement. Next week, I will be in Colorado uh, next week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, uh, doing shows live there in Colorado. So all you Colorado listeners, uh, if you want to stop by the station and say hello, I'll be there uh, next week. Jason, how about this one? The PGA, the golf tournament, uh, it's one of the majors. It's, it's happening right now in Oklahoma, in Tulsa. Just a beer. $18. If you want a fancy beer like a Stella, a Stella Artois, uh, nineteen dollars uh, for for a beer at the PGA. It, even the pro golfers are saying, "What are you doing? What is going on? That's ridiculous!" But you know what, Jason? Be ready. Yeah, Judge, be as ready as you can. I know there's people out there that uh, they don't have the, as much of a means to, to do it, but you got to do something. You know, I, I like when Glenn Beck comes on uh, talks about prepping. He's like, go buy two cans of food because uh, you're going to eat one, and the other one you're going to put back. You know, buy two, put one away, and then don't eat that second one. Go back to the store and get two more and put another one away. And it's, you know, whatever, whatever your level is, that's why we sell silver and gold because silver is is a, is, a, is a good way to start in if you're you're Income's a little lower, Joe. And, and here's the funny thing about saving money, putting it in gold, silver. It's uh, it's a little infectious. You start to see, uh, uh, you start to get that feeling of safety as you've got some, a nest egg there to protect you against $18 beers. And uh, you you start you, know, you you start to change how you think about how to take care of yourself economically, Joe. It, it it's gonna be uh really interesting as we watch all of this play out i guess so really i guess the the big announcement today and it's been a very rough week think i want to also point this out this is the worst eight weeks in wall street going back to 1932 that's not an accident are you paying attention? Chances are you're not, because I'm sitting here. I got every phone line open. I, I don't understand how that's possible. If you actually understood what's really happened, this is how bad it really. This is the worst eight straight weeks, consecutive weeks, going back to 1932. Look at the bond market now. The five-year note has inverted with the ten. We're getting ready to invert again, uh, and, and it. 
you know, if history, want to use history repeats itself, well, here you go. Uh, are we looking at 1933 in 2023? Is that what we're looking at, Jason? Yeah, Joe. Like, that's the whole thing, Joe. Yeah. Hey, I'm just saying, I'm just giving you the facts. Yeah. Well, I mean, the big news I get, the big news today, Jim Cramer, he's the head cheerleader, he's the most uh, famous of the Stock Channel guys, came out last night and basically said the Federal Reserve has blown it, they need to raise rates, inflation's way out of control, rates got to go so much higher, uh, and Jason, again, we know what's going to happen. Right, we're we're heading into into a depression. Are we heading into the next 1933? I think we are. I absolutely think we are. This is going to be that big of a crisis. We're going to have a digital money. I think we're going to be setting ourselves up for a decade, maybe two decades, of very uh, hard economic times in in a in a stock market. Uh, that that no longer operates like the casino. And by the way, at casinos, the house always wins, and that's what's happening right now. Call Patriot 800-951-0592. God bless everybody.